Hey guys, uh, today we have another episode for TechSwired by Aman, and today we have a very new guest. Her name is Arzu Singh, and she's a student in the University of Edinburgh. So uh, she is doing a research on secondhand clothing. That's why it was uh, I was fascinated to get her on the podcast today. So today we are going to talk about secondhand clothing and the dynamics of it. But first of all, welcome Arzu. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for having me here. Okay. Good. Have you? Uh, Before we get started, I just want to know from a personal a personal experience, have you ever shopped for a secondhand clothing? Yes, I have. And it's very fascinating because um, I never shopped for secondhand clothing back in India. So in my country, because I never had the avenue, you would say, to buy secondhand clothing because you don't have, have as many shops. Yep. But then I came to the UK and thrift shows are everywhere. Like you have these thrift shops and stores. And yes, I bought secondhand and I think, Yeah, they can be like fabulous pieces of clothing. Mm, nice. I think it's it's fair because since I'm in India, it's very hard to find secondhand clothing, and secondhand clothing is considered waste somehow. But I yeah. mean, it's it's like uh, secondhand clothing is just looks like you are picking something from a dumpster. But on like on the Western world, it's considered like uh, like jewels, like vintage. They call it vintage. So you know, yeah, it's, it's vintage. Just, it's 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 you're being environmentally friendly and it's like a huge thing and uh, the thing is in like India as a country has been taking part in secondhand clothing since years like we used to have barter system with like clothing in which like clothing was commodified and um, was exchanged for utensils mm. and it has been going on for so long and they're generally clothes are passed on from say one generation to the other as a part of tradition as a part of i've worn my brother's clothing i'm sure mm. other people have as well through yeah. cousins and relatives yeah. but the i have worn my that, dad's clothing so <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely i think all of us do right mm, yeah. but the only problem is when it comes from a stranger when it comes from a shop or say it comes from someone you don't have personal affiliations with then it becomes like a question on your prestige on your status on your pride why should i take someone else's clothes like hmm. i know a lot of people who wear who might wear second hand clothing but right. would never tell the other person that it's second hand because it's just a question mark on their status and that yeah. becomes a problem yes yeah i think it's easier to do that in the west because thrifting is a very well known concept and it's uh and it's it does have a point to it because uh it's it's now that uh these second hand clothing are are um it's now that the second hand clothing is becoming a topic for conversation because everybody is more aware of sustainability and everybody wants to be right. more environmentally friendly so i think it's easier to do it in the west because of how it is defined but what i have always tried to understand that why are the conversations on second hand clothing starting now you know that like because it's not only environmental friendly it has other benefits as well because i so there was once i actually bought a second hand clothing and i did not know it was second hand until later but what i did understand about it is that it you know it uh it was actually it cost a lot cheaper than uh you know these regular clothing name brands because what what i'm understanding of these second hand clothing is that you know these are uh some clothes that you know some name brands that they dumped it somewhere and you know people right. picked it up removed the tags and they just start to recollect it and clean it up and just start start selling it as second hand clothing so i did try to understand that you know it does uh it is cheap and it saves 
uh, it is cost saving for a lot of people who are on a budget and want to shop a lot of things. But you know they can get it out on you know through secondhand clothing, and also indirectly it is ethical and supports uh, you ecological know, in a way. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, like, um, especially in India, I would say sustainability is something which is a very recent sort of a discussion. Right. Also, because in a in in a in a developed country, sustainability is something. that is in the end of the development cycle you start thinking about recycling once everything else your physiological needs are taken care of is mm. when you start talking about self actualization and uh, your eco- uh, environment and things like that but mm. in a country like india where people are still struggling for your physiological and security needs mm. it's very difficult for them to understand the concept of sustainability where they don't where they can't safeguard their own lives or their own livelihoods right. they have to safeguard the environment and they just don't care yeah right? it's not it the also, need of the hour i think again it's not the need of the hour correct and right now i think a country like india is also so dominant in terms of social class and clothing then becomes like an appearance of an individual and it shows the background it reflects where the person's coming from and things like that hmm. so for all social classes clothing then becomes like a main contributing factor that influences a sort of inclusion or rejection or opposition right so if you are from the class that talks a lot about sustainability and if you're wearing second hand that is the idea that you'll show to them that i'm doing good for the environment but if mm. you're from a class who's struggling for you second hand clothing would be like i own a brand and it's status signaling Yeah. So you won't buy non-branded second-hand clothes. Mm. If it's that cheap, I would go for a branded second-hand clothing so that when I go in front of 10 people, I can at least convey the image of the fact that I can afford it even though it's second-hand. Yeah. So sustainability comes really later in the stage of it. Yeah, if we talk about India, I think uh it's not the need of the hour. Like if we look at the whole population scale, uh they don't need it. And I think uh clothing is a form of expression now it's not a need anymore because you can get clothes for really Correct. cheap and uh, the more the main point of this uh, expression is like you mentioned it's the social class of where do you stand in a society so i think right. it's uh is the educated the educated customers that you know who are more willing to buy something that's you know on the line of sustainability and sustainability is broad so anything that is like second hand or upcycled or recycled will be interested we will be interested like personally i would because i know about it right you also would because be because you know about it yes. exactly it needs you need to have that much of an education to be like yes i i i know about it but mm. it it'll be really surprising to know that even when i talk to people who are educated enough to understand understand sustainability as a mm. concept it's still not the driving factor for them to indulge in second hand consumption mostly mm. they are looking for say treasure hunting or vintage things it's all more in india i think a medium of impression management and to kind of enhance the distinction of class rather yeah. than sustainability and that is the reason why you'll see why second hand luxury brands are now taking off not as right. much as second hand clothing but just luxury brands because it's an aspirational sector and right. like emulating western practices is considered to be in fashion so why not yeah i think it's the same uh, situation with uh, you know the indian weddings 
people spend so much money on you know clothing because they because they want to show where they stand in the in the society like you know they are exactly. going to buy manish manish malhotra the the wedding <laughs> gowns are crazy expensive so expensive yeah. and yeah, what it, do people do uh, people go to chandni chowk in delhi and try to find a replica of it and yeah. then pull it off as a manish malhotra when their wedding is on yeah but that's still that's not second <laughs> that's imitated but yeah that's so, what i'm saying it's still because that is why the imitation industry is so large in india is because hmm. people just want to show that they have and it don't stems from like a theory which is called the social comparison theory hmm. people are always trying to imitate the class above them right right so you're if there's always an aspiration to buy so if i'm at a particular class i'm looking at someone who has more money than me and i'd be like i want that and right. that's how people are like i want a manish manotra gown i can't afford it so i either go for second hand or i go for an imitation so that's where second hand plays some kind of an importance in an indian's life but probably yeah. that's about it yeah and i think the problem with imitation is i think that's where second hand could be a solution because when you are trying to imitate that means you are just creating more demand and that is a completely exactly. different different direction to where we are going with second hand clothing because second hand clothing the logical how to say implication of second hand clothing because the whole reason why it exist is to not create more demand for new clothing more it's, demand is to reuse what's and already out there yeah and to reuse what's already yeah. out there or people can thrift for a lot of the old uh, pieces or you know articles that uh, you call you a lot of people call it as the, you know vintage or you know vintage or traditional or something like that yeah and sometimes it's also passed down that that we say you know in the indian tradition where you know the the mother you know that she usually passes From down generations her, yeah, yeah her her wedding gown to the daughters stuff yeah, like that yeah. so that okay saying second hand clothing is kind of like trying to you know trying to like i don't want to diminish the whole tradition thing because See, by saying you know it's second hand but <laughs> because yeah, i think that's the problem all of us have such negative connotation with the word second hand even though it doesn't need to be that much but uh, the moment someone says this is second hand the idea in your head is just it, it diminishes in value somewhere it it's not mm. new right so the the second hand as a word has such a negative connotation in india the moment you say second hand people just start questioning everything okay he must not be that rich he must be that must be there's so much judgment that is passed on that one word and that is why people don't want to engage in it so sustainability because india is so driven by aspiration and status mm. sustainability takes a back end and people are more concerned about not to lose face in society mm. i think that's the thing it's a huge but uh like on the contrary it it is fine because of how cheap garments are just by saying second hand it already you know me it already lowers the value that anyone can value. get out of a cloth of clothing because if, if i'm buying a name brand i know it doesn't cost that much to make a garment i, I know there's so much premium that these name brands are adding to it you know like zara or h&m they are they are fast fashion brands the clothing articles are very cheap if you manufacture it like i know it because i'm part of the industry but right, when right. i look at the price tag it's a premium so the whole of point course, of that premium brand. is yeah it's yeah. a premium the whole point of the premium is to create value and to yeah, make no, people absolutely. and to make people feel that you know they are they are part of this brand new uh, fashion trend or this new culture that h&m is marketing 
but when you say second hand you just cut out the value out of it and nobody wants to associate because clothing is a form of expression you don't want to be somebody who is buying non value uh you know something you can't express but there's also another part where you know where somebody you know they just want to dress the way they want it so they are fine with second hand clothing because it feels fine it looks nice on them that's okay but when it when you uh, look at it as an econom- economical aspect because you cannot scale second hand clothing in india because that's the whole perception of it and also the hierarchy that like you mentioned so i think it's not it is going to be hard to you know scale second hand over here but but where but if we compare it to the west the western countries it is more encouraged it is more uh how do you say accepted because as i said sustainability becomes a topic of discussion because the other needs are already met they are not mm-hmm. struggling for e- economic gains in this country as much as compared to india so now they can talk about like altruistic goals of having like something to do with the environment but like mm. you mentioned like with brands when i when we come back to india um when people say second hand it diminishes the value like you said mm. but when when for example if i say that do you want a second hand hugo boss t-shirt or a shirt the person will be like yes if i can wear hugo boss on my body that is worth say 10000 rupees for one shirt and i buy it for 500 rupees but it's still hugo boss and just because it's second hand i can buy it for 500 but i can still show the world that it's new so right. my status increases the moment i go there so second hand brands are still used for status signaling the mm. problem comes with second hand just normal fast fashion brands because h&m has one say one top for like 300 rupees yeah anyone from middle class onwards can afford that why would they buy second hand clothing because the moment like you said you say mm. second hand the value diminishes right why would someone want to wear a a, a, a something like a cloth like clothes that are less in value where in the same money they can buy something new and yeah. show it off to the world yeah and also the second aspect to value is because like what the name brand represents because okay zara zara and h&m and many more we know they are a fast fashion brand those things are already cheap to begin with but if i can get a hugo right. boss or an lv jacket or a versace jacket for exactly. like through thrifting i would be more than happy i would i wouldn't care about even calling it second hand i would be proud <laughs> if it's second hand as long as i know it's an lv because it's exactly and it becomes is, a collectible that is the issue it because it these Exactly. luxury brands are collectibles they are not they are not just value providers they they do more than that people like what rolex does you know you it's you can have an imitated have rolex an but you will never know deep down that you know it's a, yeah. it's a cheap rolex but then when you know it's second hand but you know it's original lv like louis vuitton you would be more than happy even if it's second hand you would be yeah because like because that's what i'm saying um your aura changes when mm. you're wearing something that is a luxury brand you have more confidence your aura changes and it can be leveraged when you go to like a social event if you have that aura that you're wearing like a, a, a gucci shirt and you go in people are going to turn around and look at you and no one's going to ask you whether it was second hand or first hand what they're going to look as it as a value proposition is mm. the brand name and period that's about it 
So yeah. the moment you have Gucci on you, you're you're accepted. You're everything's good with you. And mm. like we like we speak about that. And if we say Gucci, it's it's just assumed that the person's very well off. Mm, but these right. things trickle down the societal ladder, right? So if it's a trend in the elite class, it'll trickle down to the lowest. Mm, and right. that is why you'll see this really weird thing with brands. So if asked to the upper class as to what their aspirational, what they consider high-end brands, it's your mm. Gucci, Chanel, Hugo Boss, things like that. And then right. low-end brands is your Zara, H&M, things like that. When you go to the lower class, their high-end brands are H&M, Zara, and mm. their lower end brands are just anything that's non-branded. So yeah. it has trickled down. When H&M first came to India, everyone went like, H&M, that's the brand. And now mm-hmm. people are like, H&M, fast fashion. So it needs to trickle down to the way and then make its way down and then become brands. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's, because, it's funny because you can only look up to what's achievable, like in some sense, because if, because if okay, somebody at the lower, uh, lower class he cannot dream of LV, but he can definitely dream of Zara. So that will be his first step. Exactly. And how many people are there on and that level who look up to buy Zara clothing or H&M clothing? There are a lot. That's the whole, that's a large population in India. And given that some people, most of them can't even afford them. They are buying an imitated version of H&M clothing. So I think they are very far away from LV and, you know, so I think it's, yeah, no, you absolutely. always look what's above you. And that's it. That's it. That's exactly what I said. The social comparison yeah. theory. You're always looking at a class that's above you. Right. And that's, and that's just creating works, yeah. more demand and, you know, more fast fashion and stuff. But I think the best yeah. company that is kind of capitalizing on it is Rent the Runway. Have you heard of it? I actually haven't. But I know there was another company called Flyrobe who was mm. doing these rented things, yeah. if it's the same thing. So what Rent the Runway is doing is... Uh, the CEO, what she did is she is collecting all these luxury brands, the clothing articles of these luxury brands and renting right. them out. Yeah. So people yeah. who want to aspire to, you know, have wear name brands to a specific occasion, they can just rent it out. So if you want to feel that, you know, you are part of a high class society, now you can rent out the original rent one clothes. rather than imitating and, you know, not trying to Im- imitate or find uh, a substitute for it. You can g- get the original one at a very cheaper price and, and you don't have to keep it because when you buy these expensive garments, you also, you, you also have to spend on maintaining it. You have to dry clean it. You know, there's so many exactly. things that goes on with it. So why not yeah. rent it? And all the overheads are, you know, taken in-house by Rent the Runway. So what they do is uh, she just, the CEO, she just collects all the, uh, the pieces, the garment pieces that, you know, of our a previous, um, how do you say, previous collection that, you know, they are not right. in stores or they are Anymore, low yeah. in volume. So she just rents it out and it's a million dollar company. I mean, a lot. I'm sure. But, but the only thing is uh, what my, where my point lies is you can do that with brands. When you have luxury brands, that's hmm. a plus because there's demand for it for state to signal. For example, I'll give you this example that there was a company it's still running called fly road. I don't mm. know how they're doing in terms of business, but it's also the mindset of the people that's different. So um, it was my friend's wedding and I was wearing a sari and I didn't have like a blouse. So I went to fly robe. I didn't want to buy it mm. for a day. So right. I was like, I might as well just rent it from there. But the moment I rented it from there, the first question that I was asked by a lot of my friends is, why are you renting out clothes? Just go and buy it. 
So it becomes like a pride issue that why do you need to rent clothes? It's mm. not even luxury. You're just renting mm. out a blouse. Makes why you don't you just like go needy, to you know? Like yeah, you don't it need you it. Yeah. Less fortunate. Are you helpless? Don't you have money? There are a lot of judgments that come from there, right? Yeah. So it's 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 a very context based um, decision making process. Hmm, so the right. moment you make that decision, there's a lot of question on your context, and that plays a very critical role. Do you want to come off as helpless or someone who needs things, or do you want to come off as someone who has everything and thus can buy everything? Hmm. So that's where the difference in the mindset, I think, is. Yeah, and I think uh, a big issue with secondhand clothing is even people those who are open to it. Like I would definitely want to experience it, you know, once a while to buy like, something that's secondhand, uh, something right. I could wear on a daily basis. I would definitely try secondhand clothing just to see, you know, how it works out. But when I looked into it, one problem I I feared is the quality of the garment. I'm not sure how clean it is. I am not sure how, how, um, if it's still durable, like when it was newly made. No, know? absolutely, yeah, because, and that's where I think yeah. a lot of people. That's the major hindrance, I think, when it comes to secondhand. Um, after my research, I came to know that there's one in terms of quality. People are just concerned that there should not be any defect. Mm. How, like you said, how durable is it going to be, and things like that. Right. The second thing that stops people is the fact that. clothes carry personal agency someone before you has worn that piece of clothing and that clothing mm. now carries that energy of the person who's worn it before mm. so a lot of people are just like we don't want to wear something that someone else has worn because of the metaphysical reason of it that you know it's what the energy yeah <laughs> yeah it's the energy i'm going to get like i don't know it's take it like clothes get tainted so easily with religion caste class things like that i have been told by one person who said i will not take second hand clothes from someone who's not from my caste or not from my religion and yeah. i was like how does that i have not come across that field? but yeah that's bizarre yeah, and they were just like just because i don't want to lose face in the society that he took clothes from mm. someone who was from like a different caste and i was like so clothes carry a lot of symbolic association and personal agency like a lot of it and that then becomes becomes a problem in terms of quality as well you never know so it's a bet so right. either you get that shirt and it becomes the shirt that you wear for the next one year or you get a shirt and it becomes a mop in your house it can go either way <laughs> right right so i uh, along with the second hand clothing i was also looking at the history of you know the the garmenting in general like right like how, how did we get to this point you know how was you know even the people before this generation or like few generations also you know like 100 years ago people have always been wearing clothes how come we yeah. reached to a point that you know today we require second hand clothing because the demand is too much the pollution is too much so i did like while my research i did come off come out um you know i found one one type of garment in you know in in the japanese culture it's called kimono right yeah so kimono yeah, yeah. like when when i i've always seen these fashion brands you know creating these garments of you know kimono and they have so many fashions and you know uh alterations of it you know i mean variations of it so i was thinking okay you know I, kimono is something i've always heard and when i was doing this research on you know an ancient ancient clothing 
it's also called kimono and i try to match if it's the same thing or kimono is something that you know these name brands try to you know uh, market it so what i learned is kimono is actually a very sustainable clothing you know it's clothing so even it's the type of clothing that does not need to be cut or you know sewed like how now like how the the garments are being manufactured now it's just a single piece of fabric that's been clothing, cut in yeah. a way that you can just wore you can just wear over it like wear over yourself like a bathrobe and you have these extra fabric that you can just uh tie, tie around yeah tie around it so that's yeah. so and and these fabrics are usually made of pure silk so it's already natural fabric it will biodegrade but it's just a single piece of like it's a single cut of a fabric now you need to cut off the sleeve you need to cut off the you know you, you need to cut off so many regions of uh you know to make a specific garment but kimono Stylish. it's yeah, just yeah but kimono does not has that and kimono has many variations you can you know you can shorten it you oh, can good. uh yeah you can even increase the length of it you can right. you can you can uh, customize it in so many ways and still it is a single cut and imagine that type of garment you know being being made in so many variations and still biodegrade i think that like we should learn something from history you know like the no, people say so, history you know, repeats itself why is this not repeating <laughs> it did wondering. actually you know i'm going to give you just i'm going to give you like a background of this so sure before before foreign investment hit india hmm. we were doing the same thing all of us were wearing sarees which is one fabric yeah sarees too it's a yeah 6 meter fabric yeah right most of it used to be cotton or silk or things like that so we had a good heritage of wearing sarees mm. and things that were based and also lungi from the south yeah lungi, exactly. it's the same it was just passed on from one generation to the other like i have so many of my mom's sarees which now i will wear later so it has mm. been a part of our culture what happened was the moment foreign companies and brands specifically realized the sort of demand that shot up in india because of globalization in general mm. and the moment they understood that emulating western ways of like western wear or western ways of doing things right are more in demand in india they were like that's an opportunity it's yeah. an emerging market let's go there so h&m is not very old in india it's recent it came in mm. 2015 or something right. like that close to that yeah, so it's only been 6 years yeah and they realized the demand that you know what now they started kind of imitating the western culture so let's mm. bring them the western culture and you saw so many of these global brands then invest in india mm. and it just the demand kept going up because the supply also kept going up yeah and that resulted into a lot of these brands and this brand wars and mm. gucci and chanel and lv and things like that yeah before all of this came into india people were just wearing mm. their cotton sarees and and yeah. silk sarees i think it's the happy. same thing it's the same point that we dis- did, like we discussed earlier like you know like how as you know in a society based how you are always looking looking up to somebody who's richer than you this is like a poorer country looking up right. to a richer country it's the same thing that's why a lot the of the country, best countries absolutely a lot that's why there's so much influence from the western countries to you know on yeah. like in the asian asian countries a lot of these like even all these name brands they are all creating garments that are from the western it's you know how they call it the western wear in india so the western wear exactly yeah it's not it's nothing to do with the indian culture but still the mass dem- like the mass market demands these western type of garments 
nobody demands something that's you know that's cultural despite it yeah how many times has, do people yeah. actually wear clothes that are actually indian when you mm. go out to all of these cities people are wearing all like in terms of western wear yes they're wearing western wear they're wearing dresses they're wearing jeans tops shirts like even in offices right where where do you think people wear cultural stuff nowhere we wear it for festivals we have rakhi mm. that went yesterday yeah and everyone was just dressed in kurtas and suits and things like that yeah, and they a, forget about it the next day right mm. so i think it's just not into it anymore yeah these these uh, traditional wears they have so much value in terms of sustainability that you know we we have not been marketed that way it's the thing with marketing you know how the west has such a big influence that you know even our own uh, cultural clothing they have you know they they already have a huge value in terms of sustainability and it's it's completely fine if we just stick to it you know we can already solve yeah, a lot of problems and, but and in our yeah. head also if someone wears keeps wearing suits one day or the other we end up calling them benji look at that fashion sense why she dressed like that yeah, you need to be in dresses you need to be in this and mm. you're just like this is what everyone used to wear yeah like, tradition that is old yeah <laughs> tradition is old and my mom tells me that the entire family used to get this one piece of fabric right this mm. one big piece of fabric and everyone used to get like shirts made out of the same fabric mm, and i've right. seen pictures where brother sister all of them are wearing like the same pattern shirts because it's made from the same fabric hmm, and right. that is sustainable but then we even though india is such a collectivist nation we are all talking about being together and culture and family and things like that but individualism came from the western world and hit india so bad now everyone wants to distinguish themselves in the group they hmm, want to be right. the exemplar people who are looking up to them and things like that and that changed that changed our scope of just understanding clothes as not just mm. needs but something that will make us distinct in a crowd and yeah. that's that leads to demand yeah right so like i usually wonder like you know now the uh, second hand is being a concept that's been very well advertised in the west and i'm hoping when it will have an influence on india which i'm thinking is going to be long time ago So what do you think is going to be the future of second hand clothing like as, like as a sustainable solution in the long term do you think uh you, we should move to you know like more biodegradable things rather than things being second hand or second hand uh, is going to be yeah. a good solution for you know for the foreseeable future See the thing with India is second hand of course is a very good solution because you're reusing the cloth till its end of the life cycle right? Mm, right so it is the way to go in terms of like if you want to get more resources from nature to make biodegradable stuff mm. it's it's actually still adding to more things being manufactured rather than reusing so repurposing footprint, reusing, yeah yeah would be the way to go but the thing is in india what marketers now need to do is in start off with these second hand luxury brands and also make sustainability a trend so more than talking about being ecologically friendly mm. you need to now start i think as marketers need to start promoting the fact that if you wear sustainable clothes or if you wear second hand it's cool to do that mm, right make that into a trend i think it'll start with our generation off. yeah yeah so you it then starts off in the upper class in the mm. way that 
if I wear secondhand clothes, it's me contributing to the bigger aspect in life. And as we talked about it, the trend will then trickle down and mm. become like the exemplar aspirational trend that look at that girl, she was wearing that because it was friendly to the environment. I want to imitate it. And then aspirational yeah. will then link to sustainability and complete the ripple mm. effect on that. But if we say sustain for sustainability, let's do this. People are going to be like, no, I don't care. Yeah. But if it makes you cool and it makes your status go up and makes you stand out, everyone's going to follow it. It'll become like a trend. Mm. Yeah, it's a typical so pyramid of the social. Yeah, it's a typical pyramid of the social class where if rich people are doing it, you know that it's become cool to be sustainable and it falls down to upper middle exactly. class and to the middle class, then to middle like lower middle and yeah, and then it yeah passed, because then it because look, see, middle and lower middle and lower are still doing are, are still uh, shopping from second hand, mm. right? They're still doing it because it's a physiological need, nothing else. They need money, mm, right? And they need clothes and they can't spend so much on new clothes. So they buy secondhand clothes. So they are doing their share. Mm. The intention is very different. Economic constraint is the, dif- is the intention. It's not yeah. sustainability. But at least they're still having a ripple effect on saving clothes. Yeah. What needs to now happen is sustain- sustainability and secondhand needs to, we need to remove the negative connotation and turn it into something that is extremely cool. Something mm. that makes you distinct and stand out. And yeah. we can actually use the Western thing from it so the western countries are doing it let's start doing it ourselves mm. and then make it into like i think it'll be famous when you are making tiktoks on second clothes second oh, hand yeah, clothing absolutely. i think that TikToks. will be a good marketing where these people yeah. everybody wants to look cool just cool just look cool on you know second hand clothing nobody's looking at your exactly brand that's how so that's make how all the tiktok you want use second hand clothing look cool second hand clothing solves all the problems <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so don't abuse TikTok. If you want to do, just take second-hand clothing. <laughs> it's one way. Okay, so I think uh, that's been a very good discussion. And I think it's been a very long discussion before the listeners get like oversaturated with all this information and on second-hand clothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, Arzu, for your insights. I think your research has helped a lot for this podcast. And thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me here. Thank you.